Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here with the MBA podcast. And today I'm here, as always, with my main man, Ash Playstead. How are you doing, Ash? I'm doing exceptionally well, James. How are you doing? Always fantastic. So today I wanted to talk to you about this big, big issue that we call SOS. I know it's one of your personal favorites, shiny object syndrome. It's rife out there, right? So tell me a little bit about shiny object syndrome, Ash. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's a nefarious subject, right? It's, um, I tend to refer to shiny object syndrome as the evil twin cousin, right? So the good cousin is entrepreneurial creativity, right? As business people, as entrepreneurs, um, mortgage brokers, there's a creative process needed to get up and running and to get things going and to solve problems for your clients and solve problems for yourself. So that, that requires a lot of entrepreneurial creativity. But the problem with that is it also has an evil twin cousin that sneaks in the room, which is shiny object syndrome. Um, and it becomes a, a killer. Uh, it just, it's like a brick wall for a lot of people. So yeah, it's a big, big topic. Yeah. And we see this time and time again with mortgage brokers. You know, I've been doing this over a decade. You've been doing this many decades. We see this time and time again and just this, it's almost like mortgage brokers are trying to, I don't know, they're overcomplicating things. I mean, that's what we see a lot of people doing is this always chasing for a silver bullet. Like there's some mm. magical training or product or program, piece of software, anything, you know, whatever the latest and greatest is, people seem to flock to these shiny objects with this a magical hope that it's going to solve all their problems, right? And what we usually find is that it creates more problems, right? Well, it, it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Um, and so by that I mean is the very nature of trying to solve your own shiny object syndrome or what procrastination or whatever it is that you want to call it, the actual process of trying to solve it actually perpetuates the situation. So mm. by trying to solve the problem and looking for solutions, you're actually making it worse. And this is the spiral that I think a lot of entrepreneurs and mortgage brokers specifically, it's a very entrepreneurial um, process, um, get trapped in this thought process of trying to solve problems all the time. And a lot of products get pushed at them by marketers to solve those problems. So you find jumping around trying to solve problems, um, but without ever settling on one solution and seeing it through. And we see that all the time. I mean, I, for me, 36 years in the industry, it was rife 36 years ago, it's rife today, and it's been rife all the way through. So, it's a, yeah, it's a something that shouldn't be ignored and it shouldn't be pretended that it doesn't exist. It's something that needs to be accepted and solved, right? And that's you know, what we want to talk about a little bit today is, you know, how does this come about? How do you, how do you get past it? You know, what are the steps? So... Yeah, it's one of my favourite subjects, of course, because I battled it myself. Yep. Overcome it, mostly. Mm. But I, one of the things, James, and I, you know, the people listening might reflect on this is 
it's not something that disappears forever. It's always there, right? So you've got to come up with a way to recognise it and move past it rather than have this mentality, I'm going to solve it once and for all and it's never going to be there again because it doesn't actually work like that. Who's to blame here? Do you think, I mean, a lot of listeners might be thinking, you know, am I to blame? Are the marketers to blame? Is it the, the purveyors of you know, training programs and software and the latest and greatest, is, is it anyone's fault or is it just a, you know, people that are marketers look to fill solutions that people are looking for, but then it actually perpetuates something that, yes, people want, like in the 90s and the 2000s, say, websites were the latest and greatest and people were running hand over fist to spend to get a website because you know what it was like back then. Mm. You had to have a website. And we're seeing that now with, you know, marketing funnels and online social media marketing. And again, there's, this seems to be a race towards Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and all these things and spending crazy amounts of money. And we're seeing a lot of people get burnt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So the point you make is a really good one. And me, one of my sort of pet subjects uh, to explore is, you know, personal ownership and personal responsibility of your circumstance. And I think, you know, mortgage brokers generally, um, you know, very good at this, but this is where shiny object syndrome becomes really tricky because it's very easy to externalise blame, um, but it, it can very easily lead to other um, issues, um, imposter syndrome and, and self-worth and loss of confidence in your own ability to see things through. You know, at a, at a sort of a operational level as people, once you start getting trapped in shiny object syndrome, it's very hard to pull yourself out of it because you want to resolve the problem. So you keep going down this path further and further and further. And like a speedboat without a rudder, you can get so far off course that by the time you look around to try and get back to where you should be, you're lost. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've been through it. Uh, you've probably been through it, and I think a lot of mortgage brokers go through it. So it's it's almost uniform in the industry. Um, and yes, marketers prey on that, but marketers have preyed on people's um, pain and discomfort since time began. You know, go back 120 years, what were they selling? I don't know. Um, you know, th- things to keep your food cold before there were fridges. You know, there's all, you know, people are always looking to market to people's vulnerabilities and shiny object syndrome has existed forever. I think today, though, it is intensified because of the immediacy of solutions, the immediacy of information, the immediacy of access through Google and online to a plethora of possible solutions. So it, it, it's a very intense process. So, but to answer your question... It is a personal ownership. I think ultimately you can't resolve any circumstance until you accept complete responsibility for that, irrespective of what's getting thrown at you by a marketplace, because that's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. And and we're definitely not having a go at marketers and people that are building amazing pieces of software and training programs. All that stuff is great. I mean, I I said, Ash, we talked about websites and Facebook ads and marketing funnels, and all those things can work really, really well. Um, Whether that's the right thing for a particular mortgage broker or mortgage business, that's the big issue with shiny object syndrome is that mortgage broker who wants to go from A to B, let's say someone's doing five mil a month and they want to get to 10, they want to double it. 
and they go, I just need to, if I just get a Facebook ad funnel, that'll solve all my problems. So we do see that a lot. So, but there's nothing wrong with Facebook ads or websites and all these amazing trainings, but is it actually what you need to get from A to B? And that's probably the biggest problem with shiny objects is that brokers keep getting pulled in so many different directions. You know, you go to a PD day, an industry event, listen to a podcast and you're hearing tips and strategies like 10 times a day. And how do you know which one you should do? So you see brokers just picking and choosing randomly. I'll jump on the Facebook ad bandwagon. I'll jump on the LinkedIn bandwagon. I'll jump on this other bandwagon without an actual strategy, without thinking, hang on, will this get me to my goal? And I think that's what we probably want to get to today is, well, instead of being distracted by the latest and greatest, let's get rid of that once and for all and talk about how to actually get the listeners from where they are, like we do with our members all day, every day, to double, triple and very quickly grow businesses. It's interesting. And, uh, you know, a lot of thoughts occur to me and it's a, a really important insight, James. And yes, you're right. There are some fantastic solutions in the marketplace. But, you know, ultimately as human beings, you've got to make choices. You've got to make decisions and, and go with it. You can't keep hopping from one thing to another. Otherwise, you end up with Frankenstein's monster rather than a specific solution for a specific problem. Um, and it's human nature, right? Human nature is to seek complexity where none is necessary. That's just human nature. Nearly always the solution is in simplicity. I have this problem. I want to get from here to here. What's the fastest path? Okay, it's this solution. Everything outside of that needs to be pushed aside. And I think that's really what we're talking about. And, and you know, and my sort of really um, deeper sort of desire with, with talking about this with you, James, is just sort of drawing attention to that simplicity and focus is the solution. You're not going to banish Impost, uh, shiny object syndrome, it's always there because it goes with the creative process. This is what the message, don't try and, don't ignore it, don't pretend it's not there. Find a way to acknowledge it and focus on where you are, where you want to get to and every decision that gets made needs to feed that outcome. If it doesn't feed that outcome, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, 100%. And um, I think we should give the listeners some insight into what we do with our members and what we know works to help avoid this shiny object syndrome. Because I almost think, I think you mentioned the word procrastination before. Um, procrastination is almost, what were you saying, almost the evil cousin to, <laughs> to shiny objects, right? It's procrastination. It's almost like we see so many mortgage brokers chasing magic bullets with shiny objects with this hope that it solves all their problems easily and with no effort and if you're a mortgage broker listening to this and you want to double triple or 10x your business it's not easy it's not necessarily straightforward and if you think that growing a business is as easy as doing some facebook ads or just doing this then you're in for a bit of a rude shock like you know i think the wake-up call almost needs to be for some people is that yes there are some amazing tech and uh, trainings and programs but you got to do the work. There's no substitute for actually doing the work and building a business. Oh, 100%. And you know what? I absolutely, honestly believe that all of the mortgage brokers 
um, out there and including us want to do the hard work, want to get the solution. That's not the issue. The issue is what is the right work at the right time? Okay, um, what decisions should I be making? Just tell me what I've got to do. We hear that all the time. And this also, as an example, sort of feeds into, for example, securing referrals from a real estate agent or, or winning businesses. There's a lot of stuff that you can do dancing around it, but ultimately it comes down to, I have a solution to a problem that you have. Can we work with each other? Simple. Yep. And, and, and everything you do needs to get to that point. Now, I think it's very similar for mortgage brokers. Um, and, and generally what I have found in my experience and having lived the, this problem myself, and I still deal with shiny object syndrome, first to admit it, but you know I've developed a way to sort of move past it. It's getting external eyes. For me and for virtually everybody that I've um, dealt with and it's what our clients look for, like you, as an example, as a, as a home buyer, right, you need money to get a loan, right? Why do clients come to mortgage brokers instead of walking into a bank? It's because mortgage brokers are the external eyes to narrow the client's journey from sort of pain to pleasure or from problem to solution I trust you, you know what you're doing, you're going to make this happen for me. Right, that's the external eyes I need, rather than being sold something from a retail sales point, which is a bank, for example. And that's the way they operate. And there's still clients that go direct to a bank, but you know, mortgage brokers ultimately are doing the vast majority of loans because people want external guidance to intervene into the complexity that they're living with. Well, we're the same. Mortgage brokers are the same. People are the same. We're the same. There is no level of achievement and success that removes you from the need for external guidance. Yep. It's just different guidance at different times in your life. Exactly. Right? So we're not, I mean, we're not saying anything about uh, anything being wrong with any particular strategy. It's more about the right strategy at the right time. And this is, this is something we see with a lot, lot of members. You know, we've, we can use some real-life examples where uh, people will come to us saying, I want this to build my mortgage business. Um, and, you know, insert shiny object here, right? Let's call it Facebook ads. I want to build a marketing funnel because that's going to double my business. And when we sit down and do a game plan with them and say, all right, well, you want to get from A to B, uh, don't do that. That is not the first step for you. You mm. need to do A, B, C first. And then six or nine or 12 months later, then you can potentially play with something like Facebook ads. So there's nothing wrong with any individual thing. It's the timing and the place to match the outcome. And I think that's where having external guidance is just, there is no substitute for external guidance. Because we can say, okay, mm. to avoid shiny objects, you've got to have a plan. Mm. You know, you've got to stay focused and you've got to be clear on what you're going to do to get oh. from A to B. But how do you know what are those steps if you're not using an external provider, you know? Look, and I, I really want to just sort of comment on that too, James. And, and I agree with you. There are so many wonderful providers of services and products in this industry, right? And they're brilliant uh, in their own context. The problem is that the vast majority of solutions are not the whole puzzle. They're just pieces of the puzzle, right? So the problem is with most, uh, or the challenge, I guess, with most mortgage brokers and entrepreneurs is they need a big problem solved, but most of the providers in the space and most of the solutions are only addressing one piece of the puzzle. Facebook ads, a website, um, 
you know, some software that does um, automation of emails, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're all wonderful and they all form a piece of the puzzle. But if you can't see that piece of the puzzle in context with the entire puzzle, how do you know that it fits or doesn't fit? How do you know that it should stay or not stay? This is where shiny object syndrome explodes in your life because you haven't got external eyes saying, here's what the entire puzzle looks like and here's where this piece fits, right? That's key. Right, and I think, you know, any, any coaching or any guidance externally that I've had in my life and I think, you know, that we try to provide as well is, is to be able to map out the entire puzzle and say, well, here's where you are right now. Yep. Right, not uh, here's a problem that you've got, here's my solution for that problem right now without it being contextual. Yeah. That's the big problem. Mate, it's like going to the gym. It's like, uh, you know, like, I mean, everybody, I'm sure all our listeners at some point in their life have joined a gym and, and walked into a gym and think of the gym as a, sh- a world of shiny objects. You're going to walk in there and you look around, right? There's, there's weights, there's dumbbells, there's fancy looking machines that <laughs> look like they could bend you over backwards and like break your back, you know. There's rowing machines, you know, there's stepping machines, there's things you don't even know how they work. Um, you name it, there's so many things in a gym and you can jump in there and go, sweet, start ripping out some dumbbell curls and start doing some of this, jump onto the treadmill for 15 minutes and run home thinking you've done a great thing. And then lo and behold, you've been going to the gym for three, six, 12 months and, you know, haven't lost any weight, haven't put on any muscle. Mm. And, you know, it's that, that's a beautiful example of, shiny objects oh absolutely i mean walk into a gym and there's 150 different pieces of equipment there's all you know all these different people all these different things glistening at you and it excites you right at a deep level it excites you to be exposed to all of these shiny objects then you've got to do the opposite of that because we all know a gym to get into shape there's really only half a dozen core things you need to be doing. Oh, but Ash, what's a hundred different pieces of equipment to do it. But what's <laughs> going to happen, Ash, is you'll talk to one person and they'll say, you've got to do three sets of 10 and this and that. And then someone's going to go, don't do that. It's all about what you eat. Then someone's going to say, no, 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 you've got to do lifting. And then someone says, no, you don't do lifting. Get on the treadmill. So shiny object 101 is, and as, as somebody looking for guidance, you just want somebody to say, right, here's the puzzle. Here's where you're at. You want to get here. Let's talk about where you want to get to. I want to get to here. Here's the process to get to there. Here's what you need to do and here's the equipment you need to use. Everything else, ignore it. It's not right for you. Like for me, like if I was walking into the New York State Library and I said to someone, I want a book, it's like, well, okay, come back in six months when you've walked in every aisle and checked at every book. You're going to go stark raving mad. But if I walked in and somebody said, right, what's your problem? Okay, I want to learn about... Um, the solar system, I want to learn about uh, physics, I want to learn about this, 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 this or this, and here's the outcome I want. Well, they can direct you explicitly to that solution and you can ignore all the other noise. And I think that's what we mean by external guidance, right? And of course that comes with accountability. Um, You know, it's the personal trainer versus the gym membership. And gym memberships are one of the best recurring revenue models on the planet, of course, because out of every 10 people that sign up, you know, there's probably only two or three who continue to go. The other seven allow the direct debit to go through but never show up. Whereas if you've got someone kicking your door down at six o'clock in the morning, dragging you out of bed and enforcing the discipline, the habit will take much better. But of course, personal training costs more because you're paying somebody, you're externalising accountability to a third party. And I, th- you know, I think 
we'd all be kidding ourselves if we didn't have times in our life where we needed to almost outsource, at least temporarily, to someone outside of ourselves to guide us and keep us on the right track. Now, I don't know anybody in my life, James, whether it's sport, business, life, that hasn't got to some level of success without external guidance. I mean, it's just very rare, oh, yeah. very rare. And that applies to mortgage broking, it applies to life. So, you know, that's what we're talking about as far as where shiny object syndrome is. It's a very hard thing to self-resolve. Virtually impossible Virtually to impossible, yeah. So what we're looking, you know, for mortgage brokers, which we work with all day, every day, our listeners, the solution is pretty straightforward but it's complicated at the same time. The solution is if you don't have someone in your corner who is guiding you through the maze of, that's a little bit like, imagine yourself at the start of a, a tunnel and you can want to run to the other side and you know that you're going to get pepper sprayed with obstacles and bullets along the way. You're going to want to have someone with you the whole way shielding you from that stuff, shielding you from getting knocked down and distracted. And that's, you know, seems to be the number one missing thing in most businesses, most mortgage brokers and businesses do not have that external guidance. And that's why the logical next step is just to get drawn into the latest and greatest and what they see this top broker doing and this top mm. broker and then this great salesperson with a good pitch selling some good software stuff. But does that make sense for you and your business? And if you don't have someone that's been there and done that and that can tell you, no, don't do those things yet, do these things, then you will forever be trapped in this shiny object syndrome trap. We see these sort of people all the time, unfortunately, Ash, you know, oh. people have, oh, you know, I've invested in 10 different trainings and I've spent 20 grand on this and 10 grand on this and four grand on that and I got nowhere. You know what the number one thing I hear, and it's in the business, the 10X broker, you know, with our clients, of course, but I hear this across life and I've always heard this in life and it's what I seek as well as a human being is just tell me what I've got to do just if I would pay anything to have someone just to tell me what to do I have this problem I want to get to this outcome just tell me what I've got to do and also tell me what not to do but people people <laughs> love the fast track and we we love the fast track too mm. we want to get you guys everyone listening to this on the fast track yes um, and some of these, you know, a lot of the tools out there that we are talking about, shiny objects, are amazing tools to fast track. Mm. But if you do the wrong things at the wrong time, it can actually slow you down. So I think mortgage brokers are genuinely wanting to grow and build and improve, but they see these mistakenly as the solution when in fact they're kind of just a Band-Aid. And it's kind of unfortunate, but if you're listening to this, then I'm guessing that it resonates and... You know, what needs to happen instead is simplifying, stripping away and just getting someone else to tell you what to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to add to that um, sort of as a former summary to that thought stream is that shiny object syndrome comes from a good place. I mean, anybody listening to this, it's not a bad thing in the sense of, you know, coming from, you know, being a bad person or, or not being a good business person. It's not related to any of those. So I just want to dispel any myths of, of anybody listening to this, you know, Shiny object syndrome is not from a negative place. It's from a positive place. So that's one of the, the I guess, the psychological tricks that shiny object syndrome plays on you is you start to doubt yourself. 
you start to feel less worthy. You start to feel, especially compared to peers, we see all these award winners in magazines and all of these high achievers and, you know, what are they doing that I'm missing? What's the secret? <laughs> you know, and the reality is the secret is far, far more simple than anybody would imagine. It's, it's looking for complex answers seems to be the problem. The answer is very simple. It's focusing on simple steps executed in the right order to get to the outcome, like baking a cake. You can have all the same ingredients and get one out of order, you get sludge on the plate. Yep. You've got to cook things in the right order. So that's my sort of summary to that, James, and, I, and particularly how we operate, right? And, and, and I know sort of the, the value proposition around focus is, yes, you might know all the ingredients, and yes, you might be able to bake a cake, but do you know the right order to do them? Do you know the temperature? Do you know the timing? And with all of the hours, I mean, how many mortgage brokers are not already working five, six, seven days a week? 50, 60, 70, 80 hours on the treadmill. You know, so knowledge is not enough. You know, most mortgage brokers are very knowledgeable people. Most of the things that we come up with as insights, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 I knew that, right? But the ability to narrow focus and make clear decisions that are connected to the path you need to be on is an uncommon trait, yep. which is why... Nearly everybody needs somebody outside themselves to keep that focus. 100%. So let's, I guess, in, as, as a quick summary, I think if we were to advise anyone listening, you know, mortgage brokers almost need to do a 180 in their businesses. Instead of going straight to the shiny object and hoping that solves everything and then trying to implement that, instead it's a flip on that. It's a get a better plan and get some guidance first roll up your sleeves and get to work, do the stuff that's proven to work, and then investigate and employ the shiny object, amazing training programs and software and solutions and Facebook ads and things like that, that can accelerate a business that is already using a smart plan and is actually getting things done. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the way I consider what we do, honestly. It's like the architecture or the framework for building the house you want. It's the set of plans that allow you to make all the right decisions as to what materials you need to be using at what time to build that house. Can you imagine trying to build a house without drawings? Yes, I've, I know. I've got all these fantastic things and I'll just start building. Oh, let's put the furniture in before you've built the walls. I mean... I know people are going to listen to this and laugh and go, well, that's ridiculous. But the reality is that's what we see mortgage brokers doing with their business all the time, trying to build a house without any drawings, trying to put walls up before you put foundations down, et cetera, et cetera. And that comes from a good place and it comes from a desire to lead you know, a, a quality lifestyle with your business that allows you to have impact that you want with your clients and, your, and yourself and your family. So, you know, we really honour that belief system and that's why, James, as you said, is so true. Often the first step with anybody is stripping away, not adding things to, to, to move towards resolving the shiny object syndrome and procrastination uh, disease is stripping away, simplification. Sounds good, Ash. I'm pretty sure uh, listeners would be happy to hear that the solution to this spending lots of money and stretching yourself in all these different directions, shiny objects, is really just to simplify, get some guidance, and then get down to work. It's more simple than complex, and that's the way we love it. 100% simplicity rules. 
the, the, uh, the steps uh, may have some complexity in the work, but this, the answer is always simple. And that is actually counterintuitive to human nature. So it's a really good message to, to sort of perhaps draw to a conclusion this chat about shiny object syndrome, simplicity and focus are the key words. Sounds good, my man. Great chat. See you next time. Likewise, James. See you, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.